the mute button. <laughs> We're in. The mic on. All right. Thank, thank you for uh, you two gents for alerting us. We, we apologize, listeners. We were using uh, Chivas TV equipment. Yeah. They're next over technology. <laughs> Let, me see. Let me see. Let me see. I just uh, engaged. It did. We are we are connected. We are connected. We are live. All right, let's go, guys. Let's go. Twenty twenty. That is good news. But starting it off. But before before I continue, I think Jaime just and I was trying to find it. But 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 for your insolence. Who made you pulp in this dump? Let's let's just you know. Buttons that need to get pushed on these things. All right. So glad to have Chiki's with us. Looks like we're having audio again. We were. I think this is a discussion that we I think, I think we can have a little later because uh, I, th- I do think that we need to get get right into the uh, in, in, into the heart of the matter, which is the uh, the up the upcoming, which starts I think like Friday, like tomorrow, right? The, the, starts tomorrow. So that's that's what cracks me up about about uh, about Mexican soccer, especially when you after the first one, it's like okay, okay, you're upset, your team is out, you have three weeks for the next one. So can you really be that upset? I mean, I mean. <laughs> Was it even three weeks? I feel like the final was on the 29th. Yeah, and so we're exactly. So it's it's it's, it's like time your Cruz Azul, and then your Atlas. That's that's too much fail to like. This is going to be a, an exciting season because there's no uh, what's it called? No hay descenso. That's been the case for a long time. Give you a sigh of relief. No no descenso for your team or. <laughs> also, also, I can watch my Chivas in peace, bro. I don't have to worry about going down with the ship this season. They just supposedly, you just supposedly pay six million, which nobody knows if you really do pay. You're descending after paying all that money for those players, dude. Oh yeah, I'm sure part of the yeah, because Chivas has spent what like seventy five million dollars on players over the past forty forty five. No, I think it's more than that. I, mean, I don't just, think they got to seven in the challenge. No, they didn't get to seven. They break six. Unless you're talking about under the table. Well, okay. So how much? How much was was uh, was was Pulido? He was what, like fifteen or whatever it was, right? He got so, told for like nine million. Nine million. Well, how much did Chivas pay? Well, what was the number that said? Oh wait, uh, you mean? <clears throat> uh, I know we paid about twelve million for three players from Necaxa. Yeah, but I'm talking about like just over the twelve or twenty. Like, like like since the the, 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 the big signing, which is the Pulido signing, that was about fifteen. And then it was Pizarro, which was what, about twenty? Pulido was around Pulido seventeen. Was like 20. No, I think 20. Was to twenty. All right, so so right and there yeah. it was thirty five million. Pizarro about eighteen. But I mean what what these guys have to do with it. We're talking about right now well, the, well, the latest transfer window. I mean, honestly, well, did, they, did they make that kind of commitment so that these guys would no longer be on the team? That that's my point. Well, see, that's that's. I mean, Pulido did stay. Like he did stay long enough. Pizarro's the only one, and there's always been talk that she was never outright owned them. That they still owe. That they still owe money to. Uh, Pachuca, which is why they sold them. Okay. Oh. 
so so the, there is no other sense. So, and, and, and Chivas actually looks like a team that uh, you know is is, is going to go from the menos a más is what it looks like. One would expect, one would hope. And you know what's what's what what is to me just a, just a massive indictment of how bad Chivas has been for the since they since they won their title and then with the, the the slump that they had under Mati moving forward from that point on. How you know Chivas? How many Liga MX players are there in Liga MX that, that play on a regular basis that that are Chivas? About thirty, would you say? In in, in the entirety of Liga MX. Between thirty and forty. Wait, what was the question? How many? How many Mexican like like Mexican players have in the Yankees have played consistently week in week out outside of Chivas on the on the, on the other seventeen teams? About 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 fifty players. <sighs> it's hard to say. Like, I mean, the the the, uh, the lesser sized pool of Chivas options as far as players. No, no, no. Well, what I'm saying is good question. Uh, the the, the you know the indictment on Chivas is is that you know they're the team you know they play Mexicans at every position, uh, and 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 for none of them, and for so few of them over the past what five years to 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 be to be chosen to go to the national team. I mean, it just it just it's it just hasn't happened. And 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 that and that 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 should be uh, just a, a terrible indictment on on how bad Chivas has been in that period in the last two or three years. Oh, I see what you mean. You're saying that we haven't produced much in the last couple of years. Yeah, and and and, and, and which is the, which you're honest, not wrong about. Let's be honest. I mean, Chivas has had the highest antenna there. I think is going to be great for for Chivas. But the question is, and, and this is always the case with Chivas: so Are we going to see? A team that isn't just just continuity, wrapped, yeah, exactly. Just constantly just wrapped up in in in, in chaos and. Well, you know, I'll tell you this: the game on Saturday against Juarez is a must win. Like these guys got to start winning off the gate with with a lot of goals, um, or else the media is just going to destroy us. Because the second you know the team doesn't start producing, uh, this can get ugly really fast. So I know that. Uh, Pelas has, they, they've done a great preseason, getting everybody prepared. Uh, they did all the signings super early in the offseason. Um, so like, I honestly think that this game on Saturday is going to set the tone for the rest of the season and it's a must win for Chivas at home. A must win. So, so, uh, it sounds to me, Jaime, that, that, that if Chivas doesn't win and the season has, is lost and it's over, you sound like Joel did like th- three years ago when, when he, when he suggested, to Chivas fans to what uh, to go on loan for the season because because Chivas was not going to be very good uh, a, a couple of so are, are you suggesting that if that if that if Chivas does not win that Chivas fans should go out on loan and you know maybe maybe go root for Genetaro for a season things <laughs> aren't going to work out I, I just think that for the amount of money that we spent um, and like the hype you know there like there was more talk about what Chivas were doing behind the scenes than there was about their Liga Mekis final you know like well, they were just I wouldn't know about d- that but, uh, but please continue. yeah all that everybody just kept talking about you know Chivas Galacticos and all that so it's there's a lot of well, high well, expectations said, they were throwing they, they were throwing the term Galactico around yeah they were and it's just like I don't know if it's just the media no, just no, trying no, to hype me, us up. Let me ask you this: Are are these are these also the same people 
that when things don't go well for Chivas, uh, react this way? <laughs> would, would it be the same ones? Would it be the same ones? I think we can all agree that like journalism now is like basically it's you know yellow journalism. So like I, I so you know they build you up one day and then they destroy you the next day. That's just refresh, how it is. Refresh our memories. What what inc- incredibly talented players did Chivas sign in, in the off season that, that 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 caused such an uproar that that the, the uh, that a final between two major cities decided by penalties took a back seat. I got to answer the door, but I'll have some of the Chivas hermanos answer that question. So, so it's people that that are that are so massively talented that 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 poor Jaime doesn't know who they are, is what it sounds like to me. Joel, you're a you're a you're a you're a closeted uh, Chivas fanatic. Yeah, you uh, you say you don't watch, but we know you keep up. Uh, who who are these who are these magical players that the uh, that Chivas have uh, have have brought in? I, th- I think we've lost Howard Chiquis. Yeah. How about it? So I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm being this here because I mean, I've been doing basketball. I've been like in basketball, uh, in, in a basketball world for the past two weeks. So I have no idea what, what I'm talking about. I'll be honest, because I, I just, I just there's that Chivas is bringing back. Uh, I guess from the top down. AJ Macias. Well, JJ Macias, but he'd be okay. So, but they didn't sign him. That, that, that he just he came back from from back. from alone. Uh, Gallito. Gallito Vasquez, who they should have never have gotten rid of in the first place, and who reaching is, for uh, on the on the back end of his career. Okay. Career, yeah. Uh, Jota, Jota, I guess you could say he's he's up and coming. He's well, played with a national team in the in the nations league and sort of like you know scoring some goals there against against some lesser quality. Well, I mean, so it's, obvious, that it's obviously that, that that out of those two, I, I would expect that 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 Jota would be the one that uh, that people would be excited about. Now, interrupt the final excited. Let's not kid ourselves. Let's let's uh, let's not kid ourselves there. Uh, by the way, it's just I, a I bunch of them. The final, were, both finals were terrific. Uh, the, the first leg and the second leg, I thought they were incredibly entertaining. Good games, good teams, uh, you know, players making making huge plays when 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 the time came, and then and the penalties, you know. But if you were to uh, like national team, if if it was a World Cup year, I don't think any of these players would be on the starting lineup of the Mexican national team. And we're talking about Chivas. Of course, there's European players and stuff. But wouldn't at least one be well, on the see, Chivas but, team? But, but that's my point. Is is is, is in, in in the la- even even through the Osorio years? I mean, they just were never. Uh, you would think that if that if that yeah. Chivas was I mean, playing well, that they would be the base of a national team. You, you one, one would expect that that would that would be the case. But the only player that I would argue that should have been called up that wasn't was Pulido, uh, especially you know last season. I think he deserved more merit than Alexis Vega. In my opinion, but I'm talking starters, though, man. This is Chivas. You got to look if, as a Chivas fan. You got to look higher than that, than like barely making the team. I'm talking starters. Oh, starters? No, we don't have anybody. Well, they're they're, they're the like players. we don't really have too many options in the back. So Uriel Antuna, who uh, had a, had a decent year at uh, at Galaxy, uh, Santos product, and then Chicote, who I think actually I'm very high on. I think he's he's a really good player, 
and he was the one that came mm-hmm. from uh, from from Nicaxa, who uh, are, are starting to uh, figure out the uh, the the Santos way of of doing business, and it's looking like it's going to start paying off for them. Uh, there at, uh, you know, I, I have a question for 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 all three of you. If you're from Aguascalientes, Calientes, you're a you're a you're one of those clubs that you're a feeder club. No, no, no. You're like I'm, the I'm Oakland, like, like someone from Aguascalientes, <laughs> someone who lives in Aguascalientes. Uh-huh. They are a like I'm in Texas. I'm a Texan. Calido. A what? Hidrocalido. That's right. Hidrocalido. <laughs> That's exactly right. And that yeah. is that is one of my favorite uh, like state nationality terms. Los hidrocálidos. Anyway, so 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 Chivas is uh, so now again I, I ask the question. I, I you know those are good signings. It's not like you know stop the world signings, but 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 Chivas looks to be in a good spot. They have. Uh, but it seems to me that is that all these players were important. It seems like to me that the signing that that Chivas fans should be most excited about, most excited about Joel, is uh, Ricardo Pelaez. It is, and we we've been praising him here for years. When he was years. at America, and yeah, but but this this one I remember the most when the Americanistas were on him because. Of that really bad centenario they had, and they blamed them for the plagiarized song and for the lack of a high-profile friendly against them. The plagiarized song and for not signing any top players. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they were <laughs> they were just coming down on him hard uh, without realizing what he was doing. And I, I do think. Ultimately, the downfall for, and, and I'm beginning to see it, because a lot of us are beginning to see it. It's, you know, they're, they're going back to their old ways as far as transfer policy. And, and then just like the way they, they don't seem prepared to, to cover certain spots. We seem that they're going to have that problem again. Uh, and I do think ultimately that that's going to hurt them. Uh, you saw them hurt, it hurt them a bit last season. And I think uh, the reason they haven't let go of Fiojo because he's, he's been a miracle. You know, Joel, I asked you about, about, about Chivas, and I gave you a chance to speak about Belize, and all you did was talk about Club America. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're sick, Joel. No, I had to because because it, it oh, highlights what he was doing with them. And, and when we started like saying, no, this, what he's doing is really good, you know, the signings he's doing, uh, the the team's consistency, and then he, he took that to Cruz Azul and that one directivo, uh, Guillermo, went and just took a dump all over everything he did. I mean, and, Guillermo and Vasquez the, is he's a mediocre well, coach. <laughs> here's the final slap in the face. Uh, Pelaez won a Turco, you know, and. Uh, they said no, and then that's when they put it. Hey, but he had time, though. Huh? He had time in Cruz Azul, man. So he didn't. He didn't totally, he did. you know, live but up to his expectation. Took him to a final. They won. Um, they won a title. I forgot which one. They it won, won the Copa Mekis. Didn't they win the leagues also? Or who was that? The Conca Champions. So that was before Pelaez. 
Was it? Yeah, that was way better. There was more expected, oh, no, I think. After. It was after, because uh, he didn't get to... He quit before the final. Uh, I think Goldie won it. But we're talking about Cruz Azul here, oh, you're the talking team about that the, hasn't uh, won a title. The, the, the prestigious in... League's Cup. Hey, the thing is to win, because, I mean, you're a top team, you at least want to be winning. Well, I th- you know, you know, let, let, you let, never know. Hang I mean, on a second. Let's America let, let, counted a pro day as a title. You never know. Let's not forget the dynamic can... in Cruz Azul that that Pelaez had to fight, and obviously he ended up. It was a battle that he was never going to win, and it because it, it was it was uh, what's the name of the, uh, of the of the of the of the of the promoter that's been in bed with Cruz Azul for forever? Hurtado. Carlos Hurtado. That's why <clears throat> that's why Pelaez left Cruz Azul. Because as as you have noted, Joel, you know, Pelaez puts players in holes, and, and and he doesn't, he rarely like that guy that that, that Joel that you thought was going to be this is this great striker, and you had high hopes in Cruz Azul. Polo was the guy from from Argentina. He's a midfielder. Polo Fernandez yeah, that was going to come in at the beginning of the year who hasn't done. I mean, he has. He makes Cauterucho well, I mean, Quemado look like Yo, look like Norberto no, Otis. Come on. He he just arrived. He, he had he got he was injured. I get that. My, had, like, my point is, issues. is is does that sound like a move that Pelias would make, or, or would he go get uh, a Furch? Yeah, he would have gone. He would have gone to get the Furch. Furch. Is it in Cruz Azul moves were made that were not his style of move? Is what I'm saying. Which to me tells me that he didn't necessarily have as much of the. Control of player personnel as as, as, same, as he did same at other problems. He had at America. He ended up falling off with Pepe Romano, and that was part of it too. The trend. Yeah. Exactly. So he won't have that problem at Chivas because because <laughs> the, the 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 player pool is a little thin. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. We have a great pool, man. What are we talking about? Are you talking about? Transfers. He means to choose from, like Colombia. Yeah. Oh, like there's right. only like uh, he, like can only, he can players. only choose Mexicans. You know, yeah, when that's he's true. He can choose whatever he wants. You know that, that there's there's a difference, and let's face it, there's in Liga Mekis here half Mexican and, or, or half foreign. Most team. Most, the thing is, though, Pelas is going to the biggest. He, he's at the biggest club in Mexico, and it's going to be easier to win a title at Chivas than it was at Cruz Azul. Oh my god, oh my god. So we have a title and other word of the predictions, and you guys are already throwing it down. Yeah. Wow. Predictions starting with Copa Mekis well, is going to belong hey, to Chivas. John, John, did I not tell you I spotted the comment 2020? It's, it's on Twitter, man. I, I, I saved it. You you I have you have your own ha- you, you have your own hashtag. You have you have marketed a hashtag. <laughs> you stole my idea, Hoy. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> uh-huh. next, next thing I know, you, next thing I know, you're going to steal my trophy chasers too. No, no, you, I you, always you, give credit. You're, you're going to become a trophy chaser, and you're going to and you're going you're going to steal that from me too. Come on, Hoy. Oh man! See now that see now, now that you're hey. a father, you, you like you, you, your priorities are different. You got. You got. I. I understand. You're just. You're just doing it for, for. For. For little buffo, little bofito. <laughs> was it? Isn't that his name? Was it? Was it? Was it Jose Manuel? 
Adolfo Néstor Aceves. So, so you so the, so we're the, the Chivas, do, um... so the Chivas Comet is going is going to make an appearance then in, in twenty twenty. Is going to make an appearance in the in the early part of twenty twenty or in the later part of twenty twenty or twice? It could be either or, man. I was expecting it at the later part, but now this first part, I wouldn't be surprised. And and I, I didn't get to answer your earlier question about why why they were taking all this attention with some of these signings that they don't seem that big. But, but these are all players that have won final. Uh, the, the Pachuca guy, the former Chivas, he's the guy that, that beat Monterrey with the header in the last minute. So did they have to buy, him back? Did they buy him back from, from, from Pachuca? Well, yeah, but he's yeah, back. They did. But I mean, that, he's a player that's won. You've got, you've got Don Gallo, who's just a finalist like every team he goes to he's like the good luck charm man you want instead of the lucky rabbit's foot is the lucky guy you'll play Victor Manuel Bucetich of players y por qué te llaman el gallo Paul you're you're acting like uh, we we talked about it earlier when Chivas was called the Galacticos and and like the greatest no, team I ever. Think, I think, you're, act, I think, you're acting. No, see, you're overhyping, man. You're no, overhyping. No, no. And when they when they I'm fail, you're going to be dissing hard that's on right, them, like you have right. been. The, the thing last is, though. Oh man, come on, Chiquis. I'm not overhyping. I'm, I'm I'm saying why they're getting hyped. And and that's you said they're going to win. You said they're going to win a title. You said you're going to win. You said they're going to win a title. I believe the word doble. Of course, I did say that, but that's not overhyping. <laughs> they're going to win two titles. They're going to win two titles, but I'm not overhyping them. I'm not overhyping them. They're going to win two titles, though. Just, just that's the expectations, though. Write it down. That's the expectations. They're going to win two look, titles. No, but I'm not I'll hyping. tell you how. Look, okay. Look, I'm going to tell you. See, I'm not expecting the the three Gs that will start and not. But I think they have what it takes just to win, and you only have to win a few games, a few important games. To claim those titles. So, for like Copa Emekis, they're already in the final. So if you look at their, you look at their rivals. Yeah, they're gonna have an easy bracket, uh, like an easy road. So, pan, pan, teams, so not only, so you, so not only are you, are you not hyping them by by saying that they're gonna win a doblete. Now you're saying that that Copa Emekis is, is pan comido. So explain to me again how you're not hyping these guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have I not gotten these predictions right? This is this is how, because because look to me, Galactico would mean that they're like very dumb. They're whooping team chances. You know what I mean? And you don't need in Liga MX. You don't have to be that that strong of a team, right? As we've seen because of the eight teams that get to Liga. So as long as you and that squad is good enough to 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 qualify in, in, you know, in top eight. So a strong team, you know, uh, just going on the odds. And so if, if we see what's going on with some of these teams, then you're in a good position because some of them didn't have much of a break. You have some teams like Monterrey that are probably tired, same as with, with America. And then in America, they didn't get to her for Sasha. So who knows what problem. Can be caused there. Cuba's had the opposite 
they had like a super long preseason where it's like Pena comes in. You know, the season was lost, but that's pretty much like his preseason. And then he, they got this whole summer where Belias comes in. They get the players right away. And so, I mean, it's, it's, the table's kind of set. And they looked lively in those preseason games. Um, yeah, I think Monterrey and, and America are gassed. And America's losing players, too. They're losing Guido. He's well, going yeah, to Real Betis. That's something that we've noticed here at the Cantina MX podcast is that the, the teams that play the final uh, are usually going to be about a month behind everybody else. So it's going to take them at least to the Jornada Cinco or Seis to, to even you know, mm-hmm. show what kind of – I mean, if they can get there with like – Four or five points, they, they, they would be thrilled, honestly. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and, I don't really know who's going to be the biggest threat. Maybe, maybe Tigres. Oh, so, so, so prohib. So, just so I'm, uh, just so I'm clear, we're not overhyping, but, 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 but right now we have prohibitive favorites, <laughs> uh, two time, two time, two time champions, and, 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 and Pan Comido in, in, uh, in, in Copa Mex. So that's, okay. Yeah, Copa Mekis, we we should be in the final. We got Dorados. It's going to be pretty yeah, look, easy. Look at the bracket. Look at the bracket. And unlike other times, Chivas actually have enough players on each position, like on the bench. Like sometimes we we barely had enough of a starting eleven to compete, but now we actually have enough players uh, on the bench that can come in and and really change the game. You know. So are they are they gonna are they gonna break are we are we breaking the record for points in in, in the season two? Chivas have never been a team that are good at Winning. being the top team. Oh. Like, <laughs> um, as far as being like the most consistent team in the league, like I don't think in the last ten years they've ever accumulated like the most points. They're just not that type of team. But they're a team that once they get in the playoffs, they win. Whether it's the eighth seed or you know whatever sixth seed, they 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 just know how to win the uh, games because they've done it so often over the past oh I don't know forty years. What's that? Because they've done it so often over the past oh. I don't know forty years, right? I, I, I can see where you get your confidence. well the 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 long season format. That's when we won our titles, right? In the sixties. Yeah, when they when they were playing the 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 hijos de Miltepec and uh, like little little country club teams like Club Reforma. My only my only concern is we got the Olympics coming, and I mean now we're gonna have a bunch of players that are gonna be called up for for Olympics, and I'm not a big fan of that. Why are, why are Let us win some silverware why, first. Why are they calling up Chivas players? They're gonna call up a youth team for that. They're not gonna call up. They're not gonna... from uh, Alexis Vega's. Uh, he's he he might get called up. Well, we'll see. You know, you know, well, that's you know, you might have to take that consideration when it comes to your uh, <clears throat> to y'all's uh, and... lavish, lavish prediction, which we will get to. We will, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to give anything away just yet. I don't want to know who you guys are thinking are going to win the title, but we'll we'll, we'll see how it. How it uh, how it plays out, but you know there are other teams. Believe it or not, and 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 I checked this before we came on the show. 
there are other teams in Liga MX other than <laughs> other than uh, uh, Chivas and, and, and Club America and Cruz Azul and, and, and Pumas. And you know, the, there's been a debate as to whether or not Cruz Azul and Pumas are, should be considered in the Cuatro Grandes or whatever. The answer is absolutely yes. And the only reason I say that is because they are clearly, clearly the only other teams in in in, in Liga MX that have national draws and have and they have draws up in this country as well. That is why Mexico City is a big, it's a big city. That's why they're the Cuatro Grandes. Well, it's because. You know, I always hearken it back to when when color TV became a thing in Mexico in the in the in the early to mid seventies and then beyond. The teams that were the the absolute strongest in the league were Cruz Azul, Pumas, and Club America. So so they were able to to just exponentially add to to, to the legion of fans that they already had because because of that and. Uh, and of course, you know, Chivas already had the popularity because, uh, you know, at that time, even though <clears throat> they hadn't, you know, it'd been like 12 years since they'd won something, they were, you know, still considered, uh, <clears throat> obviously, a, a popular team. But that's why they're the Cuatro Grandes. It has nothing to do with how many titles they've won or anything. It, it, it has everything to do with the fact that when Chivas goes to Necaxa or where they go to Chiapas or when Cruz Azul goes to either of those places, Chances are pretty high that 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 the crowd's going to be pro Pumas and pro Cruz and pro Cruz Azul. Just just like it is when Chivas go, and just like it is when America goes, and that's just the reality. That's why they're the Cuatro Grandes. So, so tomorrow it kicks off with Tijuana and Santos at seven p.m. And then also Morelia Toluca, which Toluca just signed. Bum para bum, Chepo La Torre. That's right, Chepo's making so so. So we have a Santos, who I'm sure are 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 begging for the opportunity to redeem bounce back after after. Well, you know, the, they, they 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 caught they caught a really bad break because the the 18 that they caught was a team that was coming in on fire. And 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 as we have said many times on this podcast. Teams that usually go into it's the, the curse. Liga, in, well, it, it's it's not necessarily as much that it's just teams that go into the Liga coming on a like a three or four or five game win streak usually do really well regardless of what seed they are, and uh, that's what Monterrey did. And, and Santos was you know they were playing okay, but you know they, they just you know Monterrey was a sleeping giant the whole season. They just happened to wake up against Santos. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Santos the most impressive thing. Was uh, Turco uh, being undefeated coming in? Yeah, exactly. That that that, that that's exactly right. And uh, you know, I think I, I think Santos honestly, I think if they would have played anybody else in that first round, I think that they would have they would have had a very decent run. They, uh, they also, you know, Santos off. Santos had probably the easiest schedule of any. Uh, not to take any credit, you still have to win those games. But I think that is pretty much. Make them look stronger than they really were. Well, they were the team that scored the most goals in the league, forty. I mean, yeah, they, they definitely had um, it going on. They were, uh, you know, and they also didn't like stumble into into the league either. So uh, they they have, they, have, they have something to prove, and uh, and well, I guess they'll get going on that with in the Tijuana where uh, Oscar Pareja. You know, I think this is a sink or swim for him. He might be uh, 
a candidato to uh, lose his uh, lose his gig before the season's over if they if they have a. <laughs> Wait, what? Didn't Tijuana already sign someone else? Oh, did they already? Yes. They did. Yes, sir. So my my boys, uh, Oscar is is no longer there. Nope, I think he's back in MLS. Tijuana. Hold on, I'm gonna check right now. When I fall into my basketball hole, I just I just lose all this uh, all this knowledge. But I'm not gonna lie, Tijuana. Gustavo Quinteros is their coach. So they did already get rid of Oscar. Well, that's uh, unfortunate for for Mr. Pareja, but. Uh, you know, I'm glad that Tijuana's in the league because I think it's it's great to take uh, take Liga MX to different parts of the of the, uh, of the country, and obviously it it uh, it allows uh, uh, folks. To they're working on getting their stadium. Uh, I think they're doing some remodeling on their stadium now. Well, what they need, yeah, they also need to put uh, put some uh, a natural surface down. They can't. It's too hot. John Pareja's back in MLS. Is he where, 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 Orlando? Is he is he is he just an assistant? Orlando City, no head coach. Really? I don't think he was. Just proven. That's interesting. Um, as far as Morelia goes, they lost. A play, I mean, they've they've lost players, so I don't I, I don't no think they're going to do as good as they did. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, they. Morelia uh... is is like Tebasteca. They like under Tebasteca to treat child. I mean, they're at home tomorrow, so I, I expect them to beat Toluca because Toluca was. Oh, they're, they're still doing really bad. <laughs> you know, Toluca hasn't won a title in 10 years. Isn't that crazy? On a, on, a, on a downward spiral. And, you know, they've, they've, they've made their last desperate attempt to, uh, to snap out of it. They're, they're, they're bringing in, uh, uh, Jose Manuel de la Torre to see if he can, if he, if, if he can, if he can be the, the, the guy with enough rubber on the soles of his feet to stop this runaway train from going, off the cliff. They did reach a final, and we say ten years, but they reached the final. They lost to Gonzalo. Yeah, but still, no, that's not that long. No, but if you're Atlas, you're not even doing. Has <laughs> uh, Atlas even been in the Liguilla in ten years? The last Liguilla they were in, I know we eliminated. I can't. I can't. They played against Chivas, right? Yeah, was, we eliminated them. Marco Fabian. Man, Imagine how embarrassing sad. it is See, for, like, for Atlas like, fans to know that the only people that that that, that really have like 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 major hand on them is <laughs> of course yeah. they got two stadiums they're they're away they're uh, they're on the road twice twice the season bro they are incredibly loyal I don't know how I could uh, support a team like you know it's bad. For Atlas, when they celebrate a, a subcampeonato, they celebrated like the anniversary of the oh, time yeah, they the lost to Toluca. <laughs> like 20 years ago, bro. They were like, oh, look, we're the runners up. We almost beat Toluca 20 years ago. It's been. <laughs> but I will say the biggest, I think the biggest shame with Atlas is 
it's fine. They don't have to win titles, but at least develop players, man. They used to be known for their cantera, man. You know, at least provide something to the to the country. Yeah, well, they're under Grupo Orlegi, but I haven't seen anything on that end. Like to say, okay, they brought in three good players. Like I know Chicote Maybe. is from Atlas Cantera, no? No, I mean that that like they recently signed that Atlas has recently signed, and you're like, okay, they mean business. I don't really. You mean like Rafa Marquez? <laughs> no, not, not to that extent, but... They signed that English like, player. Santos, Santos at least makes, you know, every now and then they'll bring in some... You know, I, I feel, I feel Joel, you know, every every time that we talk about Chivas, you know, we we, uh, we, you know, we have some, some stuff we can do with them. We have the... Et cetera, right? So I'm thinking that every every time that, 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 that Atlas is mentioned, I think there's only one thing we can play. <laughs> oh, and, 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 and I mean that yeah. is respect. <laughs> so I guess the thing that we can look forward to this season is there's no bye week for a team since Veracruz are no longer part. <laughs> well, what happens in that? Did they redo the schedule to, to take them out? Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're out, man. There's, there's not that off week that they used to have. There used to be that one team that just yeah. played with their thumbs. All right. So what team do you think is going to surprise you guys the most? Good question. Chickies, do you want to tackle this one? Um, this team... But uh, I want to say. Well, no, um, well, you know what, Atletico San Luis, they did get the good coach. Yeah, but their um, roster is is full of a bunch of. Well, yeah, that's why if there's a surprise, it'll come from there. What happened and to Nino Torres? I thought they were gonna get him from Atletico. <laughs> <laughs> Still going after Leon or Santos could uh could make some surprises. But they ended in first and second in place, man. That's not yeah, much of a surprise. You gotta, you gotta pick somebody that, uh, that like that didn't make Santos sense. ended in first, Leon ended in second, Diaz ended in third. So you can eliminate those three. Querétaro was fourth. I think that was a surprise last season. Necaxa two. Um, Except you throw surprises. Yeah. Uh, well. Get it, that huh? Well, I was gonna say I was gonna. I don't want to say Pumas, but. Well, I think you should. In fact, in yeah, fact, I think I you should, man. I heard Pulido spend more on his way than Pumas spend transfer money. You know why do you have to be so mean, Hoy? Do we ever do we ever make fun of Chivas on this show? No, we ne- we never do. That. Oh, always. Uh, I think the, you know, think the coach. You guys have a good coach, but I mean, they haven't well, got anything to help. On their in fact, on their Twitter today, Hoy, if if you must know, they did they did say that they have promoted seven uh, 
Ganderanos to, uh, to, to the first team. So, uh, we'll see how they, uh... Where have I heard that before? Well, in Pumas' case, it also. almost is always true. Although it hasn't been so much. It is. But, uh, defense, Johan Vasquez, Alejandro Mayorga, from uh, okay. from uh, Leon, I think, also. Carlos Gonzalez, they still have him. <clears throat> His uh, old man experience. They, they, they still got they uh, Iturbe. Pumas, Pumas, I think, scored like 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 15 goals in the entirety of last season. They, they, they need someone that can score goals. Okay, and, and, and if they have that, then, so then, then they have a, a very legitimate chance of uh, Carlos Gonzalez, he's got to step up. Because the, yeah, the exactly. core, the core, the really good players like Malcorra is still there, still there. So those two guys, yeah, got to step it up, man. The the Liguilla, and they didn't win any of them. And the teams that they lost to were like Juarez. Uh, it was it was Puebla. It was it was it was, it was teams that, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely a rough way to go, but I do think that if they can find some goal scoring, they have a legitimate chance to uh, to at least make the league. Yeah. I'm not gonna, you know, say that they're gonna win the next 18 titles. You know, I don't want to. I'll leave the the huffing and puffing till a little later. But uh, as a surprise team, I think I think Pumas has a very legitimate chance to be a surprise team. They, like as Jorge said, they have a good coach, and they can just uh, get get a little hot. Hopefully, they'll be able to do it. I'm like scrolling through all the transfers that happened, and I man, there was no action, man. It's like Ake joined Mon- hardly ever is action. It's a, that's the, that, that's all to plug in holes. It, 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 the biggest transfers were from Chivas, and then Monterrey uh, brought in Ake Loba. That was a pretty big transfer. Apart from that, it's just a lot of loans and stuff. So it's really hard to say who's going to be like a surprise, but I will say uh, Chivas uh, loaned out Salivar to Puebla, so I hope his career gets back on track over there. He's going to be the undisputed starter, I think. I mean, seriously, why would you? So did did, did he piss off somebody that 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 they sent him to? to He must have, man. Where he would never play. I don't know what happened. Maybe there was. uh, I mean, I mean, you go on loan to to get better. Right, you can say, well, we can't use you right now, but you know, you know, we we can, you know, you can get some minutes. So they sent him on loan to sit to sit on the bench for what uh, a whole year. Yeah, but he won That's some ridiculous. silverware. Ridiculous. It's like it's funny because like I was you know watching his shit on Instagram. He's like that that kid in the group project that was just didn't do any work but got an A plus. <laughs> that was him, bro. He got some silverware. Got to the the Club World Cup and everything. So. Uh, Puebla sold Cavilani uh, to uh, Vancouver, so Saldivar is going to step in, and hopefully Puebla can can do better than last season. They ended in 18th place. Well, uh, Cavani, only that, that's a good move for him and a good move for Puebla to do that. They probably got some five million. Okay, that's that's a nice chunk of money. Um, apart from that, man, I don't really see. I don't see any team that really made any moves. 
Well, it's 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 really no surprise. The the the, the winter market is not as uh, active as it uh, as it uh, as it is in summer, obviously. So, because uh, there was a lot of deficits, you know, a lot of players are leaving Liga Mekis, like uh, Sele I can't even say his name from Tigres, Lucas. He went to Columbus Crew. Sort of a, I mean, they're so stacked though. But that's sort that's sort of like a big loss if. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was like uh, he played the Chilindrina role, but he had he was nowhere near as good as uh, as the Chilindrina was. You know, I was thinking about that the last time, one of the last few times that that that, that guy came in is like like even even his advanced career at that he was still a difference maker. He could still come in and just give you the one moment of magic that you need to to have a goal opportunity. You know, whether you score or not doesn't necessarily matter. I mean, obviously you want him to score, but I mean, but he still generated. <laughs> At his advanced age, and and then Tenorian just never came close to. It's kind of like the the other guy that they brought in, uh, the Chilean, Edu Vargas. Like like, you, you guys were already just, you know, teaming at the position. And, Is he still there? He to do it. He's still there, right? I'm sure. Yeah, and he's still the starting Chilean yeah. forward. Isn't that crazy? He's only scored 22 goals. That's at, terrible. At <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, he should be in the in the 40-50 range. But you know, you know, Tigres is a team that uh if if I'm not mistaken, this is uh this is uh, Tuca's uh, last uh, tournament because I think his contract's up in 2020, what I would, which I would assume would be this year. So the, 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 this is the end of the road for him. Is he going to retire or is he going to No, he's going to retire. He's going to go back to Pumas. God, I wish he would. But uh uh, no, I believe he's gonna he, he he's gonna call it quits. Say we say Batuka, but man, that guy has been the most consistent coach in the last what ten years in Liga Mekis? Ten. Try like twenty seven. Because when he before he went to the Tigres, he was at Pumas, and 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 he went to two finals there. One one lost one. Uh, yeah, Ferretti's he's going to go down as one of the greats in Liga Mekis history, man. Well, he was. A great but he's player. been at, and he's been a great coach. It, but what a color me shocked! But he's been at Tigres since 2010. Yeah. So you're telling me if you keep a coach for a long time, you. Yeah, I don't know. You get some results, apparently. No, huh. <laughs> Last thing you want to do on this show is to get Tuca mad at you. So you have to, you have to, you have to, you have to, you have, I don't know if you'd heard Tuca on the show yet, Jaime. So Tuca, Tuca, always like be, our, he's like our bad cop. I'll always be grateful for Tuca because he, uh, the first title that I witnessed for Chivas was under Tuca. 98. See, I'm, 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 I'm glad that, that, that you have a reverence for, for, uh, you know, as, as a Chiva for Tuca because most Chiva fans you talk to like, they're, they're like, ah, Tuca, you know, whatever. But it's like, yeah, I mean, he, he, he won the, uh, and that was the first time he'd ever coached and he won a title. And then I remember he got hit by a bottle, back of the head. 
when he was uh, our coach. I don't know why. I just I never forgot that. <laughs> then he left. So who's going to win the goal scoring title? It'll it'll be Furch. 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 Kiroga. Kiroga could. Uh, it's it's going to be Giovanni dos Santos. And and the, and the talk about uh, Jonathan going to America. Oh God, that guy's done awesome. <laughs> Jonah, who has quote best friends that he takes to the beach. Is there a little, little, little... I don't know. I think Jonah is he's he's loving the LA lifestyle, but I mean this is the same guy that uh was willing to leave Villarreal to join his brother in LA. Well America would be would be much more of a challenge for him than than where he's playing right now. I mean, and it's and it's not like he doesn't have the the skills to pull it off. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he is he uh, he. You know, it's funny. People always said uh, that you know Giovanni's great, but but his brother's going to end up having the, the better career. And and, and 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 so far that that's actually played out. Has he had the better career though? Because well, I think I mean, on I, a club level, absolutely. On a club level, yeah, I would say. And and you know, in the national team, you know, what is the one thing that Giovanni can hang his hat on? That that now his brother's like, yeah, me too, bro. You know, I mean, they both scored a goal that won us a gold cup, right? Exactly. So, no, I mean, uh, it's uh, yo, yo, I think Yona to Club America would 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 do uh, him, and it would do Mexico an unbelievably just it, 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 that would be a game changer for Mexico if if, if Yona went not not because. Of uh, of anything else other than the fact that if he could get his lungs to to, to play in that city and to, to run as much mm. as he does and as play as well as he does, imagine him doing that. You know, being being the the box to box guy. How old is he? Because I mean, it's basically Charles Rodriguez's position right now. Yeah, but Jonah Jonah is like twenty eight or twenty nine, so he he still has a. Jonah is. 29, so, I mean, I don't think we're going to take him to another World Cup. Maybe. But he won't be the starter. Dude, why wouldn't you? It's all hype, man. Don't be hyping Charlie. Don't be getting on that Charlie. Bro, Charlie is raw as hell. Did you not see him against Liverpool? Did you honestly believe that that, that, that a coach of the experience of Tata Martino would, 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 for his midfield, want to put up a proven... Veteran who, who who can handle anything, or an unproven guy that that that, that might do all right. Unproven. What what did you, did you not see the game against Liverpool? Charlie was hanging with him. Did you see him score an own goal in the final? <laughs> I mean, I any mean, anything can happen, dude. And he's got you got to be consistent. That's 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 the key. Right. Like we hype all these all these players. Like all of a sudden they you know they do uh, a season real good. Then they're oh this is the next signing. And then Chivas goes and signs yeah. all these guys. And, and what and, and what Chiki's what are they going to do? The most consistent. Yeah, but Charlie has been Charlie benched Jonathan uh, Gonzalez, man. 
Jonathan Gonzalez was not Jonathan Gonzalez isn't, isn't nothing to be, you know, I know, but he was, he was, well, we were hyping him up. Right. And then he got, you know, called up for national. Unjustly so. Unjustly so. And then he lost out to Charlie and Charlie's had that position at Monterrey, you know, where there's other foreigners, you know, he's not competing with just other Mexicans, but he's proven that he's, he's good to go, man. I give him the, the stamp of approval for him to get his, his European contract and, and, and go abroad, man. He's, he, he, he had his, he had his tryout at the club world cup. He showed that he can go toe to toe with these dudes, man. And um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think Liverpool was, I mean, they were, they might've been pressed and like maybe going 60 to 70% when they realized that they weren't going to, you know, just, I agree. I mean, they weren't going full throttle, but it's just nice to see a, yeah, a player. But the, thing, the thing about Jonathan is that Jonathan has been cons- good and consistently good everywhere he's been. Yeah, but we're talking three years from now or two years from now, twenty twenty two, man. We don't know what's going to happen in in the, in, the, in this year. Like, what what is he going to show in this year? So, yeah, I agree. He should be put in, called up to you know one of these friendlies and see what he can do. And then he's got to earn his spot. But right now, to say oh he's going to the World Cup automatically and start, you never know. I, I do agree that I, that I would like to see John, Jonah. Uh, and, I mean, wouldn't you just feel, you just, as, as a Mexico fan, just feel, oh, Jonathan, the midfield, I'm, you know, it, it, it's like, you, you know, you don't have to worry about it. You're like, oh, the midfield's going to be fine. You know, you know, it's like, there's like, who's, yeah. you know what I mean? Who's going to be, who's going to be the can, that makes the, the, the dumb pass or whatever it is. And don't get me wrong, he makes bad passes, occasionally makes an error pass, but he, he, he busts his ass to, to make up for it. Yeah. Um, I, I think he, he, if he was to go to America, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Anything's better than LA Galaxy. Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the, him there with, with uh, being able to run in, in that altitude, I think would be would be massive. I mean, it, it would be having him and uh, and and Herrera in in the midfield would would be like having like when they had a Torrado and Castro. I mean, I know it doesn't sound sexy, but those guys played together for so long. That, mm-hmm. I mean, the midfield was so good when both those guys because they just they had that thing under complete control. And I think that you, yeah. you, you you would get that with uh, with Herrera and uh, and, and, and Jonathan. Speaking of Herrera, he played 45 minutes. He started today against Barcelona. Got subbed out at halftime. They brought in Coke and Coke scored a goal. And Atlético Madrid ended up beating Barcelona today. So they'll be in the final. Hopefully, uh, Herrera gets some more minutes. But uh, but he's I mean he's it's nice to see Champions League game right. Herrera. Yeah, I mean he's been getting a lot of minutes now. So yeah, they've they've they rounded him in the in the shape for the for for, for this part of the year. Yeah, because he's he's starting to, like you said, he's playing a lot more. He's been starting all the Champions League games. This this, this is, uh, you know, the uh, Simeone has definitely handled handled his uh, assimilation into the team pretty well. It's a tough midfield to crack into, man. But he's he's shown that he can he can hang with the big they're, boys. They are a a, 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 tie, a world top ten at that team. So there's no. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's Joel, also not Joel not to get to my favorite player now, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's my idol right now. Who's that? <laughs> Joao Felix. What what did he 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 uh, stuck his finger out of Messi right or something? What do you do? He, like... he was, he was, I don't know what, what happened. I just saw the clip, but some, some guy stuck his, fi- stuck his finger in his face and he was staring him down, staring down Messi, staring down, uh, and Suarez and, 
you know, he just bossing everybody. He didn't, he didn't. He said, he said, Messi, I'm going to let you finish, but Cristiano Ronaldo is the best player of all time. Of all time. Yeah. And I mean, Messi was like, what? Messi. Dean Suarez and all those dudes. So that was, that was pretty. And he's been getting criticized like heavily by the fans because, you know, he hasn't really panned out for, for Madrid, Atletico Madrid. And, um, you know, he was quoted recently about how he misses, uh, Benfica. So he's, he's had a rough time at, uh, Atletico Madrid, but well, what, it was 19, nice to see him. He's young. Yeah. Yeah. He's young. And they spent a lot of money for this kid. He'll be fine. Yeah. See, I mean, that, 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 that's hard. But, um, the way that they, that they did it with him to, to, I mean, that, that would be, you know, you compare that to Messi who, you know, he played for Barcelona as a teenager, but, you know, they gradually, you know, he was a second half sub and then he, you know, started the cup madness and that. So, I mean, obviously they had some, some pretty decent guys on the field at the time. So it made it a little easy. But then, you, you know, you have this kid and, they, and, and so he's 19 and they just pay, like you said, a huge chunk of money for him. And then, Make him have these, you know, these 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 instant results on this gigantic team. Imagine. I mean, look at uh, Pulisic, look at Dembele, look at Chucky Lozano. It's like some of the world break, world breaking records, and none of these guys are really panning out. <laughs> well, Pulisic has gotten a lot better, and and Chucky was doing just fine. I think people that had, you know, thought that Chucky was going to score the, the same score. I just obviously doesn't watch Serie A because. You know, Ronaldo had 16 goals last year. He was like, you know, did he, did he, did he right. you know, 16 goals in 38 games, Ronaldo. So, that, I mean, it, 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 if Chucky came anywhere close to like eight goals, it would have been a, it would have been a great year for him. Plus, he's not a striker, and um, right. Ancelotti was playing him as a striker. He's a winger. And uh, unfortunately, they got rid of Ancelotti and Gattuso as – Said you're gonna be on the bench you know, until further is, notice. Is, is uh, he? Uh, I think he's 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 cultivating. Chucky uh, could his. You know this this is like 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 venom coming out of Spider Man. Uh, what the, what what Gattuso is doing with with Chucky? He could he could become a. I I, I expect Chucky to have some. Better appreciation of the dark arts when 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 he comes back after this season. So I hope so, man. Katusu was a he was a, was a fucking warrior. He was a, he was a warrior. He was a warrior. Yeah, he was a, a great player. Yeah, Just he he had a lot of passion. Bulldog. Um, so, um got a question though. Um, going sort of back to the LA Galaxy type topic, and this might be initiated rumor type thing, but Chicharito, the Chicharito rumor to uh, LA Galaxy. If 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 Jonathan leaves, room for uh, money wise for like a, a DP designated player. Have you guys watched any of his latest Naked Humans? It seemed like no. when I was watching him earlier. They were, you know, putting putting buying stuff and putting roots in Sevilla. So I don't think that was. Uh, yeah, no. You know, this it's, is any part it, of the plan. It's the same. It's the same media that was Pizarro and uh, Hector Moreno, and that they were going to come in to sign like within the next couple of days. It's the same people 
put in this propaganda. They're, they're just throwing shit on the wall and see what sticks. But well, usually the that stuff, rumor is stuff like this comes from comes from an agent. So, mm. uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's going to uh, to Aust- to Sevilla's sister city, which is Austin, in the, in twenty twenty one. Yeah, I I mean, as he gets older, those rumors are just going to get stronger and stronger. But he just joined Sevilla. He's he's not going to be leaving anytime soon. But so uh, it's just it is it. It's a great. Time. It the only there's a little part of me that'd be like, what would happen if he see would Salvadorians put on his jersey? One of life's great oh, questions. Yeah. One of life's great questions. Of course they would. <laughs> Everybody would. Have their that, Juventus jersey on. That would be the, that would be the on, reason so. they would they would uh, bring him uh, bring him over. Our, our guy, when you say Sevilla, though, our guy Luis says uh, Madrid is a boring city compared to Barcelona. Kids just want to party in Ibiza. <laughs> so he's talking about Joao, I think. But that that might be the case with the. Uh, that's not the case with Chicharito. Uh, I can confirm. I can confirm with uh, with that. I've been to Madrid. I've been to Barca. Madrid is very boring compared to Barcelona. Well, then, well, then compare it to Sevilla. Sevilla's like in the middle of the desert. Sevilla's uh, in the south, or no? They're in the north, right? North no, in, in the, the north. It's in the south. It's near south. It's right by. It's in. Nah, man. Sevilla's in the north of Spain. It's on the coast. Lucia. It's, it's near south. Yeah. Is it? Uh, really. Oh, my bad. I was, I was thinking about uh, Bilbao. My bad. Yeah, no, Bilbao's definitely in the north. Well, but but you also mentioned uh, uh, Jaime that... Oh, they're by like Gibraltar and shit. What? All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, like we said, uh, just an awful, an awful place to live. So yeah, you know, who, who, who would want to, who would want to live there? Especially, with, especially <laughs> I, I've with been there. I've been there for work, and it's yeah. There's some really nice, nice parts. Some really good uh, paella I had over there. Um, but in the outskirts, yeah, it's like all desert and yeah. It's pretty close to. So it looks like Phoenix, Morocco. Yeah, the, the accent they have there, uh, really strong, really. Uh, and then Madrid. Now, one thing. Um, uh, as far as other rumors, uh, another rumor that I heard was Piojo Alvarado to either Ajax or Leicester City. No chance. He's just not. Good Which enough. I'll be honest, man. I don't really see the hype around this guy, but he's just not good enough. Then again, we've seen players like Massa go to go abroad and and do amazing things. So yeah, but Massa had the more the merrier. You know, as much people want to want to knock on that on Massa, which I'm frank, we would, you know, especially in the latter half of his career. I mean, Massa had the body type. I mean, he became a really good defender. I mean, the Massa that was in Brazil in, in the World Cup of 2014, you know, saving goals off the line. Uh, was so different than the Masa. Well, yeah, but that was uh, that was when he was establishing himself in Europe. But when right. he was at Chivas, people would make fun of him. Well, he was like 19 years old. He was a twig. 
But, you know, he, uh, he went to PSV and man, what a career. Anyway, he went to Stuttgart and then he, he, you know, he came back and he's going to be in, uh, in the, 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 the survivor type show, whatever it's called. Oh, on Telemundo? Telemundo, yeah. And that's funny. The Proletor or whatever it is. I, I can't tell you what the name of it is. Anyway. He's going to be one of the, uh, one of the contestants. Speaking of, uh, of Guadalajara, that is where they're going to be having the uh, upcoming Olympic qualifying tournament, which is at the end of February and March, uh, early March, and it's going to be in Guadalajara. And they announced the groups today for that for that tournament. And I found it very interesting that uh, in Group A, Mexico will have uh, Costa Rica, and I believe they'll have the Dominican Republic, and then, if I'm not mistaken, it's going to be uh, the the United States. Is going to be in Mexico's group. Oh boy! So only one team is going to make it out. Uh, two. Of this well, group. Two teams. Make two teams. It, two two teams make it to the uh, to the uh, to the semifinals. Olympics. And then the semifinals winners uh, that, that qualify for the final of the tournament make it to the Olympics. So so they're 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 vying for two two Olympic spots. Oh wow. Well, isn't that a shame? Because you would want to have, I don't know, them in separate groups. <laughs> well, well, yes and no. I would think that uh, you know this way they can guarantee that both Mexico and the U.S. Uh, have go through. A, have an equal chance to make yeah, to make it through to the. Uh, mm. As long as they win their group, you know, as long as they both come out, but there's no guarantee that they both exit the group. Because, uh, you know, Costa Rica could have something to say about that. Yeah, so the other group is Honduras, Canada, uh, I think that's El Salvador, and uh, Haiti. So it's just two groups? Two groups, yeah. And then uh, uh, top two qualify for the semis, and then the winners of that game get the Olympic bid. And then they play a final. And the mm. final is essentially for pride, you know. It's just to bragging win, rights to win the tournament. Yeah, it's the one that doesn't mean <sighs> it's going to be in Tokyo. Yeah, which means it's going to be the, the those awful games where you have to get up at three in the morning to watch. So, uh, I think the Olympics has lost its. Uh, I don't know. Prestige. I mean, it's still respected, but well, they they you know they, they they kind of overdid it with the uh, with the amount of uh, events that they have, and then they've just totally overdone it with how much they make these uh, host cities uh, you know poor you know as far as far just building all the stuff that they're just never going to use again. So they've started to they've you know the Olympics have realized that, and and now they're starting to go to uh, cities that. Uh, you know, can 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 handle already have established and don't have to build that much more to be mm. handled to handle the thing. So after so that that's why they're in Tokyo. Then they're going to go to Paris, and then they're going to LA. So uh, at least for the for for, for the for the summer. And I think we're seeing that in the in the Winter Olympics too. I think we're seeing uh, after this one that they're doing in Beijing. It's going to be you know back to where they've. Had them before for places that already have the existing stuff. I mean, you just can't, you can't ask these cities to throw down just this ridiculous amount of money. 
Uh, I mean, look at Brazil. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. I mean, since uh, 2002, the, the amount of stadiums that have been built to, to host to play World Cup games and, and the ridiculous specs and requirements that, that, that they make these stadiums have that just uh, don't necessarily get used as uh, much anymore. You know, I would hope that the ones in Korea and Japan are being used. You know, obviously there's some other ones in South Africa and Brazil that just, you know, are just there, parking lots. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. You know, it's crazy. Um, speaking about stadiums and stuff, they're they're talking about moving the World Cup out of Qatar to Mexico. I don't know if you heard that. That's not going to happen anymore. That that's, that's I know I know it's not going to happen, but the apparently all the all the advertising companies aren't happy about having the World Cup in the winter, and then obviously tensions between you the states what? and it's the Middle East. It'll be just fine. It'll it'll be it'll be in Qatar, and it'll be in the winter. And then they're going to realize when it's in the winter that it's, you, know, you, you know who's going to end up liking it more in the uh, in the winter than in the summer are going to be the uh, the, the the players because they're going to be much fresher. And then the clubs are going to like it. And they're going to end up liking it because because that way they can you know if they have take like, like the six week break, then they're going to have the entirety of the focus. Uh, that whole uh, rest of the year that they otherwise wouldn't have in a, in a World Cup year. It, it just sounds like a nightmare, and Mexico should be prepared just in case. So who's, who's it going to be a nightmare for? Are you going? Um, I mean, I was thinking about going. I'll probably still like try and get in, but. I don't know, man. I just feel like they should have just gave the bid to the U.S. Like it, like they should have been, and we would have been cool. Yeah, well, that's uh, not what ended up happening, unfortunately. But uh, I don't uh, give any credence to any of the. Uh, of the uh, rumors uh, to, to that. So uh, U.S. and Mexico in the same Olympic group, Jaime, it's, uh, the, it looks to me that that's uh, a pretty large indication that they, that they think that they, that they both can get through. Cause remember, it's being they don't, they don't pretty optimistic. Them, I don't yeah, know, man. The states haven't Rica really been... To say about it, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like... Uh... I would not be surprised if the United States don't qualify. Yeah, well, it's it's going to be a bit, definitely going to be a big test for them, and uh, you know it's not going to be that much easier for Mexico either. I mean, it's uh, you know they are playing at home. Uh, that is that is a big intangible, but uh, you know that that could go both ways for them too. And it's not like they're you know it's not it's not like they're you know it's a U twenty three team. You just have no idea what you're going to get. So we'll see how it how it plays. I will yeah. say this though: I think the Mexico fans would want to hope that that they have the kind of cycle, not because they won the gold medal in 2012, but the kind of cycle that ended up providing uh, the 2014 World Cup team with some with some players that came out of nowhere to 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 be on that team because they were on the uh, on the uh, Olympic team, and, and and the guy who made the most out of it was was Hector Herrera, who was like a, a backup to the backups in Pachuca. 
and he ended up on the U23 team, and he just his career just skyrocketed from 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 from, from that point. And Bolido was another one who, unfortunately, ended up getting hurt. So. Mexico fans should hope that they have a good cycle where they can end up. Uh, and I'm sure uh, Tata's looking at that too because this really is going to be the best uh, way for, to see for him how these players can handle playing someone outside of uh, outside of CONCACAF uh, for his, uh, his U23 folks because there, there will be about, I'm going to guess, between – like five to eight guys that are going to that that are on the U23 that are going to make this this upcoming World Cup squad. So it's definitely uh, uh, an, an important gauge to see how they do in the qualifying and then how they actually do if they do make it to the Olympics in the Olympics because they will play. One would expect some uh, some some better competition. Sounds like this is like a uh, hey, well, it's hey, in March. So so that might so, be a good. Uh, Road trip. Uh, in March? Oh, down uh, in, in Guadalajara? Guadalajara, yeah. Are you going to go, Chico? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it because the, okay, you get up, you got to see a Mexico versus US on the 20th. You get to see Mexico three days later. And then against Dominican, three more days. So you could, you could watch three Mexico games in a week. I don't spend time there. We do a vacation. What's the dates? The twentieth, third, and the twenty-sixth of March. And you that's can... the group stage. And then you got thirty March and one April. Oh, so for... of March and then April. Okay, I thought it's February. March. Mm. So that's gonna say that's gonna, that's gonna be right right toward the end of the season for Liga Mekis. So there's no way in hell they're gonna give away players <laughs> to play that. Uh, we'll be on match day. We'll be on match day eleven, so we'll be yeah, right in the right in the thick of it. Right in the thick of it. That's why, man. Uh, so, do you think JJ Mac? Is this is this better not disrupt Chivas' title run. Oh man, this all is I'm exactly, saying. This is exactly what's going to happen. I, I can already see it now. Chivas <laughs> is going to be in first place. They're going to have like some crazy. They're going like, to poach everybody, like twenty-seven points or whatever it is. You know, some some high twenties, and then this tournament comes. They're going to take a, a, a good chunk of their players away. On the U23, and then they just stumble and fall, end up like the three seed, and lose the first round to to. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> I'm still salty about the Libertadores, man. We could have won that shit. <laughs> so I, I see, I see that that the zone has joined us, if, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, is, 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 is it the Penta Pichichi himself? The final. So I guess that Word, was, I guess that would be correct. It was. It is the, the, the Penta Pichichi himself who joined us from. Look, guys, for all intents and purposes, I just want to be clear here that I'm just here for the Bud Light. Well, yeah, and that's I will be at the I will be at the Leon game, Leon versus uh, MLS FC, uh, February 18th. I will be rooting for the Esmeraldas, of course. And then I'll be at the return leg uh, in L.A. at the Bank of California, cheering on Carlos Vela. Who? Carlos who? I don't know what I mean. Oh, so he's going to the uh, the, the, the that's actually that's coming up. Those are going to be very interesting too. 
something we need to we will need to keep an eye. Now we did say we're gonna do predictions, and, and it's a sh- it's a shame that uh, that that Joel left us because I wanted to hear his uh, his 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 proclamation that that Chivas is gonna is gonna win the title, two titles apparently. So let's just mark that down for for Joel. So I will ask you, Jaime, what what what, 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 what predictions do you have for? For Chivas? No, for for, Liga or for... Who, who are the Liga MX champions? <laughs> All right, so this is my prediction. I expect Chivas to make the Copa MX final and win it, and then uh, finally make Liga after like f- five, six seasons. Years. Fifteen years. Like yeah. I made the Liga. Um, it was eight, and four years ago. I'm not gonna lie. I would. I, I don't know if we'll get it done in this this season, but I know by the end of 2020 we'll, we'll be in a we'll be in a league final uh, against America. Wow! For the TV ratings, which by the way, you Chivas don't have a U.S. contract, so everything will be on YouTube. How on earth can they not have a U.S. contract? That- the only thing Chivas has going for themselves is Norma Palafox. Nalga <laughs> Dios. You stand. Exactly, man. Oh, Ay, <laughs> Sanchez had to be the poster. What's <laughs> your prediction then, uh, Jaime? Are you done? Or are you, you, uh, um, yeah, so Copa Mekis final for Chivas and then Ligia for Chivas. I'll leave it at that and then top goal score. Is gonna be either Funes Mori or JJ Mack. Who did you say was gonna win? Uh, what was that? Liga Mexican. I'm just gonna leave it at Chivas making Liga. Uh, as far as the champion, I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to jinx it, but we're going for we're going for everything this year. That is a guarantee. So do you think that you, by you saying that out loud, that somehow that's gonna like cast some spell over the team that that that's that's going to cause them to 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 not win to not win. So, so so you're saying Chivas you're saying Chivas is going to win Copa y Liga se quedan Guadalajara is what you're saying regresa su casa is what you're saying yeah absolutely the amount of money that we invested into the team and uh, the way Pelas is talking about the team and, and getting the players all hyped up it's uh, it's championship or bust this year. All right. So you mean to tell me you're going from fighting for El Descenso, El Porcentaje, to Championship or Bust? No, hombre, pinche expectativa. Yeah, and that's just how it is because of the players that they brought in. If it was the same players from last season, I would be, we're screwed. But no, there's actually some optimism this year. They actually shown that they, they're, they're serious about bringing some silverware. Of expect that from you, I guess. I pretty much said the same thing. If I'm not, if I'm not, it's sort of surprising now. I'm surprised to hear Joel say that Chivas is going for the title as well. He said, he said though. I think the words that came out of his mouth, cheeky. So I'm not mistaken. Were doblete. Joel Aceves, who is like the the just the the most anti Chiva Chivarmano, I, I think there is on this planet. You know, he's he's like. Only going to get back in the graces if, of his other Chivas medals. If 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 a Chivas fan was Superman, then the the anti Chivas Chivas fan is is Bizarro. Joel is the Bizarro 
of of <clears throat> of Chivas. Even he said that that, that, that Chivas was was going to win not one but not once but twice this this season. So, a lot, but it, a lot, to a lot, me, go ahead. To me, it makes sense. The reason why is because no no other team in the league really made an effort to sign players this off season, and you got you got teams coming on a on a high that are going to go low. Like America and Monterrey, they they didn't have much of a break between the the final and now. So it's if there was a time to do it, it'd be this season. Yeah. So 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 you're you're admitting then that 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 Monterrey and America are both better than Chivas, and and and, and, and to get this gigantic head start over them is the only way that Chivas can win a title. I believe that. I believe is what I think it's doing. definitely going to factor into our advantage. Well. Like you're personally, not going to see those teams in shape until six, seven fixtures in, and by that time, Chivas will be flying high. I like my teams to win titles where they play the absolute best possible team they can play. Bring it on! Let beat you, we beat you, we beat you. That to me. Yeah, but that's not how Liga goes. Well, you got to play who's in front of you. <laughs> uh, now I do want to ask uh, 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 our guest uh, Hugo, Hugo Sanchez who. Uh, who has has uh, graciously joined us here, uh, Hugo? If you uh, if you met a girl and, and you asked her to say something in Spanish, and she's and this is the first thing she says, would she be a keeper? Okay, ching chingue a su madre el America. Is is that, is that the kind of woman you take, is that the kind of woman you take home to mom? Simón, que sí. Let me just give you my quick prediction here. Leader, uh, Tabla General uh, leader will be Santos Laguna. Final four will be Santos Laguna, America, Rayados, and Chivas. I believe, unfortunately, America is going to pull something out of their ass because whatever Chivas does well, America seems to be uh, granted a gift from the gods or the, or the refs. I believe the goleador del torneo will be Jensen with Funes Mori and I'll go with Macias just to have a roundabout. That was uh, quite uh, qu- quite a healthy prediction there from uh, from from Hugo Sanchez. So uh, saying San America is going to as and, 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 and I'm quoting here, pull it out of their ass to pull something out of their ass to to win the title because se alzan cuando se alza su rival. Is uh, well, well, well. Thank you for that, Hugo, and uh, I'm, I'm glad to get some clarification on some sociology experiments that we occasionally like to run here on the Cantina Makes podcast. Chickies, your your predictions. I'm gonna I'm gonna say America wins the championship. I sort of Santos. last. Oh, Santos, Santos, yeah, not Tigres. Mm. I had the pressure on last season. They got to the final, and I guess, you know, could have won. But since they at least got there, you know, there's some forgiveness there. But I think this season, it's a must. Like even, I know Jaime just said it's a must for Chivas with all these signings. I think it's a must for America. Yes, they want that 14th. They, what did they do? They whistled or turned on their lights during the 14th minute in Azteca. So they're they're hungry for that 14th. I think that the demand is there, and they're going to have to deliver. So the pressure, I think, is even more so for America. As far as goal scorer, 
and the uh, Funes Mori and uh, and Toro Jansen. Where are the others going to, and, and if they're going to be sharing minutes. When did he become El Toro? Oh. When did he become El Toro? What happened? El Toro Jansen. Dude, Jansen looks so happy. He was having the time of his life. Going to be one or the other, and, and they're going to be sharing minutes. Um, so I think both of them are going to have like or end goals. So I, I believe if Nikaxa can keep it up, Kiroga might. Nikaxa lost three players, bro. They ain't going anywhere. Oh yeah, I'm talking goal scoring for Kiroga. Uh, and yeah, that was it, right? That well, was there anything else? No, I think you've, uh, you've you've covered all your bases there. I am uh, I'm, I'm going to predict that that, that that Tigres wins the 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 title. Uh, it'll, it'll, if if it turns out that that it's Tuca's last run, I just I can't think of a better way for for him to go out. And uh, the fact that they uh, did so poorly in the in the in the first round of this last league, losing to America at home the way they did, I think is going to give them the motivation they need to to come back. Uh, and uh, play very well in the uh, upcoming, not just this, but also in, in the in the Coca Champions. And uh, I think they're going to do really well in both. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me if they if they win both. Tigres and both on the chat. He agrees. Tigres is going to see. That's a very smart, a very smart man, a very smart man, right there. I would replace uh, America with Tigres as far as. I think I think Tigres for sure are going to be a contender. Yeah. So, uh, if, if, especially if it's Tuca's last season, though, there's there's just uh, as long as they have Gignac, I'll always give them a puncher's chance, man. He is lethal, and he's you know particularly lethal in in the in the uh, in the Liga. I mean, he. I mean, honestly, but before uh, Salcedo did that ridiculous penalty that that ended up costing. Tigres there at the end. Just, I mean, it was a penalty. Don't get me wrong, but just you know the, the way that he, you know, <laughs> I mean, just, 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 just a, 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 what do you? I mean, fouls you can understand. Sometimes you just, sometimes you have to take a risk, and a guy's going to shoot, and you're like, well, you know, if I, you know, sometimes you have to eat it. We get that, but I mean, to do what he did, just some ridiculous. Oh, he threw the game away. Yeah, exactly. Sotelo threw the game away. I mean, honestly, before that happened, I'm, I'm sure most fans were like, Gignac is, because he'd already gotten one back. You knew he was going to get the other one back. I mean, you just, you just knew it was going to happen before uh, Sarcedo did that. So, yeah, Gignac is uh, is definitely a guy who, uh, you know, he's got the Espirita Clavada, too. I mean, don't think that he uh, that, that doesn't want to, especially if it's Tuca's last year, like I said, doesn't want to, you know, go out with a blaze of glory for Tuca. Because he's been there for five years, Gignac, and he's played really well. Consistently well in those five years, he's been he's been a a really good addition to the Yankees, and he's definitely uh, proving himself for sure to be one of the uh, one, one, one of the all time greats in the Yankees. Good for him. It's like shades of Cardoso, you know, just one of those players that have just dominated the league. Yeah, I, I agree. Not not to the uh, the extent of of the amount of goal scoring, but yes, I mean Cardoso was. I mean, and anybody that got to watch those Toluca teams, man, those were fun to watch. Holy smokes! I mean, that's I think comes to mind. Game. I wonder. I right, go ahead. Carlos Pavon. Carlos Pavon. He was. Yeah. Why not? 
No le voy a discutir. Carlos Pavón se cansó de meter goles en la Liga Mexicana. Y usted no me va a decir qué carajo tengo que hacer. <laughs> Do we have some uh, Hondureños in the in the chat right now? What's happening? <laughs> no, I'm actually, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, uh, that's what he said, and that's what uh, Medford said and Costly, but. I was going to ask like something that came up when you said Cardoso. I wonder if uh, like if Gignac stays with you know with his love with Mexico and everything. If he stays in Mexico, what if he ends up uh, taking a coaching gig down the road, being a resident? Uh, what his thoughts on that is, but that would be that'd be sort of interesting. What if, if he returns what, what to if France, he, what or if he if became the next, the next Duca? I don't know. Is he a coaching type? I don't think so. Playing days, and if we asked that same question, we would have all said, "Hell no." That's so, true. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that. That that Toros Nesta team. Holy crap! Oh man, stacked. I mean, I mean that team was uh, Piojo. Talk, talk about a charm team. They had um, Pony Reese, Turco. Wasn't Pablo Larios the yeah. goalie? Yeah, they had they had a lot of good players, and then they just disappeared forever. The team, I mean. And of course, and who who did they lose to in the uh, in the in, in in the final? Uh. They got an ass whooping by Gusano Napoles. Scored four goals that day. Yeah, do you remember each of them? As if you scored them yourself. <laughs> Have you had dreams of those you goals? Bring that back. Have you had dreams of those goals? I just remember the worm, and I always wanted to do the worm when I was a kid. Anyway, so I, I think Tigres wins the uh, the league and the Conca Champions. Uh, top goal scorer. I just I, I think it's just too hard to to, to make a pick, but I will, I'll, I'll just say Furch just because uh, I'm pretty sure he'll be there. And uh, I do think that Mexico will uh, will will qualify for the Olympics and. Uh, it's going to be a really, really, really good uh, test for for some young players. They have a huge opportunity ahead of them to see if they have what it takes to uh, make the jump to the national team. And uh, you know, like we said, I mean, if, if they can get a an Hector Herrera out of the deal for the next, you know, to have a guy that's an unbelievably solid player for the next eight years, then you know, let's let's make that happen for uh, for these. Uh, for one of these guys, so hopefully that'll 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 be the case. And so we we, we touched on, uh, on on Chicharito, we touched on uh, on the Liga MX, and we, we made our predictions. And of course, Joel said earlier that you know Chivas va a ganar el doblete. I'm not sure what doblete he was talking about, but he did he did say that the Chivas <laughs> comment is gonna is gonna is, is gonna stick around for a bit. Uh, it'll, 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 it'll it'll be seen. Throughout the year, as as Chivas dominates uh, the league as 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 they never have or haven't had uh, or haven't done in, in in quite a while, we'll see how it uh, how it plays out. Doblete or doblado? 
he may have said, he may have said doblado. He may have said doblado. I'm not gonna lie. He said Copa MX and then the title. He said Copa MX because it's. He said it's almost a given. Copa MX. Oh, that's right. That's right. He, that was pan. pan Weak bracket. Yeah, that was. That that was that was already in the belly. I believe. Uh, Is, uh, is is what he said, you know, and and it's uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. It's going to be a very exciting season of, of Liga Mekis play that starts tomorrow with uh, with the match that everyone wants to see, uh, uh, Tijuana and Santos, and then the matches are sprinkled around uh, Saturday and Sunday. And <clears throat> the league officially starts on Saturday with Chivas versus Juarez at 5 o'clock Pacific time. That is when the league officially starts. And you guys are going to watch it for free on YouTube. Well, well, the league starts on Friday. There's actually two matches. Oh, Friday I, plays Toluca too. No, I mean, that, that, that was a joke. Well, apparently, up until... Not a very good one, my friend. You need to, you need to, <laughs> you need to step up your game. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, sure, there might be other games, but the game that you want to see and the game that's going to set the tone for the for the season starts on Saturday at five o'clock in Guadalajara, in front of the about eight nine thousand adoring fans. So America, the America and, and Rayados aren't even playing. America plays on Monday, and Rayados doesn't play at all. That's, really? That's very What the hell? Yeah. Well, I guess they're the team that gets the buy because of Veracruz not being there. Actually, like Wait, no, but there's an even amount of teams now. It doesn't look like Necaxa plays either, so they must, that game must... I'm a rest. Necaxa and Puebla don't play. Yeah, so the uh, Puebla and America and Necaxa and Monterrey, they play on February 4th and February 5th. Oh. That's their jornada uno. Well, that's play until the 18th as well, uh, Monterrey. So they get a break. They get an extra break. week of. Uh, it's actually pretty smart, I think. Makes sense. Well, there is no. I, I mean, there probably could be like a little transition for them to get back into the groove, but I think there's no disadvantage for those those two. I think they're still going to be pretty strong. They, uh, Monterrey could very well destroy Chivas' chances in Copa MX if they don't get destroyed by Morelia or whoever else is in their bracket. All right. Well, uh, we're, this has been fun. It's been a while. It's, uh, and uh, you know, I wish I'm not going to lie. I wish I wish it was easier to do this when I'm on the road because I'm on the road a lot. But I mean, you have to look like there's like five hoops you have to jump through to make uh, to make this thing work <laughs> for us, which is unfortunate. So. Hopefully we'll get to do uh, more of these podcasts in, uh, in, in the tournament. I mean, definitely, I know I can be available much more after after basketball lets out for sure. So that'll be right when uh, when things are hopefully getting good with uh, with Liga Mekis and everything else. You know, we should also uh, before we uh, before we say goodnight here, because uh, uh, there, there is a in addition to the Olympics, there's a little another little tournament that we played. It's the Eurocopa. And uh, they have a different the format where they're playing in a bunch of countries, so it's going to be, and then they're going to play the final, if I'm not mistaken, in Wembley. So, uh, 
is there uh, any, anybody have any predictions as to what's going to happen in the Eurocopa? Who's going to win it? The the Euro? Yeah. I mean, France France is still going to be the strongest team, I think. All right, Chiquis, any, any any thoughts? Or does, or does Eurocopa take, take a seat to the Copa Mekis? So I can't watch the uh, uh, Italy-France game. I got the Copa Mekis final on tonight. Sorry, sorry boys. I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited for Euro. I want to default to uh, the gentleman's. Yeah, you know, I was, really? I, I was thinking the same thing myself because, I mean, it is in England, and uh, they tend to play very well uh, when they have when they go over there. Uh, so. Let's Google the Coca-Cola FIFA ranking right now. Oh, dude. Because <laughs> they're so accurate. <laughs> uh, we have Belgium in number one, France, Brazil, England, Uruguay, Croatia, Portugal, Spain, Argentina, Colombia. I got the groups up, so... Well, and then Mexico. There is one group that is just awful. And I mean, just really, just ridiculously hard. It's like France, Italy, Holland, and it's just, it's just insane. Sigur Beth, Portugal, France, Germany. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and see, and, and that happened because Germany was, uh, was bumped. They were, they were relegated into the, into, into the second, the uh, second pot. So yeah, it's going to be, uh, but it's 24 teams, so it's like uh, you know some third place teams can get into. So I wouldn't expect, you know, in England, uh, you know, is this finally their time? It's going to be that, I think that's going to be the they're going to be England? the one that has the most pressure. I think. Yeah, I think, I think people see them as as a favorite. The finals in England. Uh, so you know, I can, can see that. Can they handle the pressure? Wait. So is the is the whole tournament being rotated, or is it all? The UK. They are playing. Uh, oh wow, they're playing in like a bunch of stadiums. Yeah. Munich, Rome, Budapest. Why are they doing that? Just, That's weird. They want to give everyone a piece. They want to give everyone a piece. Looks like a traveling well, nightmare. Personally. But then again, Europe is right. pretty small. Uh, personally. Uh, I would love the Gold Cup a lot more. I think it'd be a lot more competitive if they did a home game and an away. If you had to play a home game and an away game, so if everyone got a home game and then they had to go on the road before coming to the U.S. to play the rest of the tournament, I think it'd be a lot more interesting. It'd be a lot more interesting. Yeah, but money talks, man. Well, at some point they need to put the competition over the money. I mean, I I, I get trying to build it, but I mean, if you want to build it, you have to let these. These teams have to have to have a chance. They have they have to get a chance to play, and they have to get a chance to play on their ter- you know on their terms on their field. They can't always just go to play in Charlotte or in Denver. It's the only way it's going to grow. Millions is millions, man. But it's the only way it's going to grow. Do they want it to grow? Do they or they or do they just want to line their pockets? I think they want to line up their pockets. And plus, it's it's Concacaf. I mean, even if 
they do that? How competitive can it really be? Unless they invite a Brazil or something like that. How competitive can it be? Well, yeah, I mean, the region in here in North America is it's not as competitive as you know South America or Europe. And well, it's, I get that. And, it's and, not good. And, and, and how do you and how do you how do you want to make that less competitive, or do you want to make that more competitive? <laughs> the only way you can make it more competitive is if you, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into it. Right. But having a game in Costa Rica and then having one in, I don't know, Jamaica, versus just having the entire tournament in the United States. uh, Yeah, but that's what qualifiers are for. But that's my point, is that it shouldn't just be qualifiers. I mean, why, why, why can't they have Gold Cup games in those countries? Because you can sell out a, I don't know, Los Angeles stadium for a lot more money no, than and, you could. And, and believe me, I, I believe me, I understand that. But I, I, again, so so that's the question. I mean, I mean, is it just all this lip service that you're paying to try to make the confederation more competitive? Because that's what makes it more competitive. Confidence, confidence makes it more competitive. Teams are a lot more confident when they're at home. Plus, it, it it helps. It it helps. It would be nice too. to just it helps the other teams too. I I I like the world the gold cup in two thousand three because we invited Brazil that year and Mexico hosted the whole tournament. Well, they did actually. That was a pretty the good. US played all the games in the U.S. But oh, they did. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyway, so I mean, if, if they just pay lip service to 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 be want to be competitive and 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 play all their games in the U.S., that you know, to me that's uh, it, 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 it it's a little disingenuous, in my opinion. It would be cool to see the entire tournament in Canada, though. Yeah, but I mean, that's the other thing, is, is, is that there's only three countries that can handle doing, doing an entire Gold Cup. But, you know, the reality is, uh, you know, ID playing Nicaragua in Aguascalientes is just not going to draw very many people. <laughs> but ID playing Nicaragua in Port-au-Prince is going to draw 40,000 people. So... Yeah, I think it's something to consider. Right. Well, it looks like we've lost. Everyone has fallen off. Uh, Jaime, so I guess probably- I think we should wrap it up. To, to, to sign off as well, but it is good to be back on, and uh, we want to thank uh, Joel Aceves and, and uh, Albert Campa for hopping on, Hugo Sanchez for... For, for coming on and, and, and interjecting, albeit with a little a little bit of a blue tone. <laughs> but we do appreciate you coming on. Of course, uh, Jaime Landeros as well. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you guys. Have a good night. My name is John. My G- name is John Jagu. And we appreciate uh, y'all joining us here in the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, it is 2020. We, uh, we do hope to be on with you guys more 
in the upcoming year. And uh, I know that that'll definitely be the case in the spring, uh, later in the spring as well, at least on, on my behalf. But we do appreciate your patronage as always, and thank you guys for listening. We will talk to you guys again. Thank you very much.